Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. What are you doing? Trying to organise a tea sauce. What are you doing? Podcast intro, I suppose. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. And it is a pleasure to have your company. This is where we're going to talk a little bit quietly. Are we doing some ASMR? I don't. I don't. I'm not sure that. What's that? I don't know. When people make like noises, it's my fingernail noises. That's what they do in ASMR, isn't it? What does that even mean, ASMR? I don't know. Let's Google it. Okay. Well, on the show, while you Google that, I'll talk about what was on the show. Simon Barakas, the new Liberal member for Clark, came in as he is now in Parliament, which is quite unique and quite adventurous for him. Yeah, we heard a little bit about what he's playing. Adventurous? <laughs> what am I talking about? Anyway, um, great to have your company. Simon spoke about how he's going to attack politics, and I think... As I said, adventurous for him, but very unique experience, I imagine, for him, given that it wasn't in an election. He had he ran his election campaign, you know, 12, 12 months ago. Yeah, it's kind of just out of the blue, isn't it, really? And now he just gets the count back and he's in. So he will start up at Parliament in the next couple of weeks and get sworn in as a parliamentarian, which is, as I said, unique and adventurous. <laughs> so find out his plans for yeah. joining the parliament. Yes, I spoke about a road trip I took, which I will never take again. And we got an update from the SES on uh, that windy weather that we had last night. So, Tubes. Yes. ASMR is Autonomous Sensory yep. Meridian Response. And it's a term used to describe a tingling, static-like or goosebump sensation in response to specific triggering audio or visual stimuli. So, when you do these, when you whisper and do all these things, it gives people a bit of a chill. I don't know. Apparently. That, <laughs> that's, what, that's what Google says. All right. Well, you learn some stuff every single day. Here's what you miss. <laughs> <laughs> We're live on the listener app right across Tassie and on FM 107.3 in Hobart. It's Triple M Breakfast for IGA, where the locals matter. Producer Rhea in with Tubes. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Hobart. Good morning, Tasmania. Good morning, Rhea. And mm. what an evening last night. A bit windy. Um, I felt like my whole house was shaking. Yeah, mine absolutely was. I had the window open with a little what? a little fly screen thing, just because oh, I like okay. the airflow. Okay. I had the window open and it, I had to close it because it was a bit much. I walked out the back. We've got this little egg chair. On our I love back a good deck. egg chair. Yeah, it's very nice. It sort of hangs from a point at the top and you sort of feel like you're dangling in midair. It's you might very, find me there mid-afternoon today. M- very nice. We got it. We inherited it from my in-laws, yeah. Aaron's parents. That that was that was gone. That had blown over. Oh, so, no. yeah, so you had to pick it up. How was the trampoline? Uh, I have that bolted down. Oh, good. That's yeah. really smart. Yes, very, very clever. Yeah. Again, thanks to my in-laws for the assistance with that. <laughs> but yeah, I waited, it was blustery. I waited until this morning to put my bins out because it's been night in West Hobart today. If you've forgotten that, Hobart, go put that out. Um, and I had mine, I put it out this morning, but my neighbours were, they'd put theirs out last night and theirs had blown over. So I picked them up. I did the right neighbourly thing and, and helped with that. Very kind. Yeah. What happened to you, Hobart, last night? 0488881073. I hope everyone's okay. Be careful. I've heard that there is... Trees and debris all through New Norfolk. Yeah, the Derwent Valley. 
Be Girl careful families. on the roads. Keep an eye out in case there is something on there. You don't want to run into a rogue no. tree. And if you see anything that we should be made aware of, please, if it's safe to do so, send us a text on 04 Or better yet, give us a call. Because we want to know what's happening out there, Hobart. We are stuck here at Melville Street, which is a lovely view. We're not stuck here. We, we're choosing to be here. It's well, not a bad place to be. You know me. I like to get out on the roads. That's In fact, true. I've got a story of a road trip. Okay. Coming up. Triple M Breakfast. Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom joins us live. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. What's making news? Well, the federal government started taking its first steps to get a offshore wind farm um, in the Bass Strait. It's going to be about 20 k's away from Tassie, but it's massive. It's a 10,000 square metre wind zone. Um, if it gets up, they will create 28 gigawatts. That's enough to power about 20 million homes. I think 28 gigawatts is exactly how much it takes the DeLorean to get from... <laughs> So quite a bit of power. No, so that is that is great news. I know that Tasmania prides itself on renewable energy. We mm-hmm. have done since the inception of the hydro. And this is just another way to shore up our, our energy security as well. Um, are there any concerns from the community around having a wind farm in Bass Strait? Well, we haven't really heard much about concerns. I feel like they're going to come up in the next coming weeks and months as consultation kind of gets underway. To be honest, this happened pretty quietly. I was saying earlier that, you know, we didn't get um, the energy minister, the federal energy minister, Chris yeah. Bowen, was down in Tassie. I didn't and actually, we didn't know. I didn't know he was here until I saw him on the news last night. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll kind of hear what the community has to say as that kind of comes along. Yeah, and I think there's a community consultation process that's happening now, so if you want to go and check that out, just Google Wind Farm Bass Strait, and I'm sure you'll be able to find that, Mm -hmm. and we'll try and get some stuff up on our social medias on what's happening there. Let's get to some good news. Um, Max Giuliani, the Tasmanian swimmer, he's claimed gold at the World Cup in Budapest. He's only 20 years old, currently lives and trains on the Gold Coast at the moment um, and managed to win in the 200-metre freestyle. That makes him the fifth fastest Australian to do that. Um, And so it also kind of makes him a candidate for a spot on the Olympic team for the Paris Games. Absolutely sensational. That's unbelievable. And I love that uh, Tasmanian athletes are doing Mm -hmm. great things on the world sphere. We saw yesterday uh, Liam McKenzie, who represented Australia in boxing, and now Max doing great things in Budapest at the World Championships in swimming. That's unbelievable. And we definitely, forgive my puns here, but we punch above our weight in Tasmania when it comes to everything. And I think not just sport, but community, arts, everything. We do things so well here. So congratulations to Max Giuliani doing wonderful things and can't wait to see him swimming in Paris. I'm locking that in. Absolutely. <laughs> and even even if he wants to live and train in, in the Gold Coast, he'll always be a Tassie boy. We'll always claim him. 100%. <laughs> Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom. Thanks for that. It's Triple M Breakfast. Anyone who interacts with the show throughout the week gets a ticket in the meat tray. Thanks to Robbo's Chicken and Meat. Open seven days in Glenorchy. Call one triple three five three or text oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. Text chat. Love it when you text. As Raya said, you all get a ticket in the meat tray. Nathan from Kingston has texted in. One entry into the meat tray competition from Robbo's, please. Nathan from Kingston. Oh, you yours. got it, Nathan. You're in the draw. Carl has texted in. Good morning, guys. Power outage in Hewanville. There's a number of power outages pretty much all the way through south from Hewanville down to 
Hastings and Southport. The power is out. Power's still on at Port Huon and Jeeveston, though, so a nice little benefit for there. But if you see anything on the roads as well, 0488881073 is the text line. We heard there are a number of trees down. TAS networks are tr- across all of those power outages. And, of course, the, the uh, police and fire emergency management team are requesting that all motorists take extra care on the road. There are multiple large trees fallen in the Hobart area as a result of the strong winds overnight. Main areas affected are the Kingbra and Huon Valley Council areas. You can stay up to date on the TAS Police Facebook page and Twitter page uh, to have a look at the outages, tasnetworks.com.au and if you find any low or fallen power lines that need attention, call TAS Networks immediately, steer clear of them and call TAS Networks on 132004. Pete in Primrose Sands sent a text after the show yesterday. Tubes, keep it real. Power prices have gone up 50 cents a day. A can of beer from the pub each fortnight, half a cigarette a day. Pete in Primrose Sands. Pete, 50 cents a day might not seem like a lot. It adds up. But it certainly does add up. It's nearly 200 I mean, you're right. It is is your cigarette or your your drinking things that probably aren't, you know. But if you want to be able to treat yourself every now and then to a coffee or, you know, a beer at the pub, you, you might not be able to do that anymore if you don't have that little bit of extra cash. And I think that the extreme circumstances of how much it's gone up, 12.5% 12.5% last year, I think 8.5% this year. That's a lot, yeah, Pete. That's a lot up. as far as inflation goes. And we did hear just then in the news from Tessa Randello that it looks like interest rates might go up again too to try and curb, curb that inflation mm. rate, which terrifies me. 0488881073 is the text line. It's prize wheel time, and we've got a contestant on one triple three five three. Good morning to Leanne from Blackman's Bay. Good morning, Tubes. How are you? Good, thanks, Leanne. What's happening in your world today? Um, on my way to work uh, this morning. What do you do for a living, Leanne? Um, I am an emergency medical dispatcher for Ambulance Tasmania. Wow, that would be really interesting. And it is interesting, yes. Someone, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say the the unknown nature of that job scares me a little bit, Leanne. Well, yeah, it is a little bit that way sometimes, but um, it's certainly interesting because uh, you never know what's going to happen next. Yep, yep. One of the heroes, Leanne. Well done. Uh, they tell me you've got some pets. Can you tell me yes. about these pets? Well, I know you're not a cat person, but yes, I do have three vermin cats. Three vermin cats? Hey. Is that what you uh, Vermin. <laughs> B-I-R-M-A-N. It's Temple a breed. cat of Burma, they are. Oh, okay. Uh, three, did you say, Leanne? <laughs> three. You're Brother almost... Sister, uncle. Okay. Oh, an uncle. You're almost up there with me, Leanne. I have four, so I'm the complete opposite of Tubes as well. Leanne, question without oh, there notes. there you go. I'm glad you're another cat person. <laughs> yeah, well, she evens out the anti-cat person that I am. Um, Leanne, well, I have a question without notice here about your cats. Um, when you had one cat, I can understand you go from one cat to two, you know, then they can play with each other. What inspires someone to get a third cat? Well, I actually only wanted the two, and when I was 
um, organising with the breeder to get the two. They had the uncle who needed a good home and I, he was only three months older anyway, so I decided to get him as well. And he's the character of all of them, I must say. And he, what makes him the character? Uh, he's a social butterfly. So right. Whenever I have visitors, he's very much um, keen to meet everybody. He's hilarious with some of his antics. He, he does some really crazy cat things. Um, these, these cats, honestly, are like a dog in a cat's body. Okay. They're very, very entertaining. So, See, even um, a cat yeah. person is comparing their cats to dogs. That's what I... Well, there you go. <laughs> you. How's that? But you ask Tubes, you ask how, what makes you choose to get three cats. I think the cats choose you, don't they, Leanne? Oh, yes. And this little guy was just so adorable when I went to look at the other kittens. And, I mean, he just made himself... Um, he decided. Just, he, yeah, he decided. Yeah, exactly. And I couldn't say no. He was just gorgeously fluffy, so there you oh. go. Well, we've topped out our cat chat for the week, probably <laughs> the yeah, month, Leanne. Yeah, done it. Uh, done it. <laughs> I've spun the wheel already. Do you want to spin it again, or are you happy to take what I've spun up for you? Oh, look, since, since we've put you through all that cat power, <laughs> I think I'll take your spin. How's that? No worries, Leanne. You have won. Thanks to Rhino the Bottle O, your local independent bottle shop, drink responsibly. A beverage pack from the Bottle O, Leanne. Oh, that'll be delightful. That'll be good for, well, basically, <laughs> today's basically Friday because we've got the day off tomorrow because of show day. Leanne, we'll get in touch with you. Thanks so much for your call and good luck with your three cats. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Tubes and Rhea. Have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Leanne. You can be just like Leanne, one of the legends. By calling one triple three five three, when we give you the cue to call every day before seven a.m., we spin the Triple M Breakfast Prize Wheel. Loads of great prizes on there. It's Triple M Breakfast. This is your show, Hobart. You can call us anytime on one triple three five three. Just like Teresa from Carlton River. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning. What's happening out there? You've got an update for us. Yeah, um, I'm just. I've just driven into work. I work in Rosny and uh, through Mornington, and it's bin day. Yep. And there's a lot of bins that have fallen over, and there's rubbish everywhere. And oh. I just saw a police car stop and put a bin back on the on the on, on, the, on the curb. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well, it's been quite blustery. How are things in Carlton River this morning, Teresa? Yeah, it was pretty windy. I had no power, so right. we had to we had to use the caravan. Really. <laughs> Oh. To have a shower. So. Oh, no. Well, lucky you had that as an option, really. Yes, 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 we were. <laughs> well, hopefully the power's back on in Carlton River very soon. We've seen. Well, there's an. Oh, sorry. I, I did just get a text message to say that it has been restored. Well, that is good news for the folks around Carlton River, Dodgers Ferry area. If you see anything on the roads that we should be made aware of, just like Teresa from Carlton River, you can do as she has done. And call one triple three five three. And if it's bin day in your area, it's bin day in West Hobart, my area, and also Mornington, where Teresa's just driven through. Maybe go check on your bin if you if you can, and make sure it's not all over the road. Teresa, thanks so much for your call. Have a lovely day. Thank you. You too. One triple three five three is that number to call. This is Triple M Breakfast. The SES Assistant Director Leon Alfie Smith joins us. Morning, Alfie. Yeah. Good morning. 
Uh, what's give us an update, Alfie? It's been a pretty busy night for the state emergency service. Yeah, it's been a, a woolly night. I think half of Hobart and greater area has been awake most of the night, from what I can see on the socials. But um, <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we had 29 requests for assistance overnight. And um, look, as as that front started across the state in the north, um, you know, uh, four or five jobs up in the north and northwest. But then. Um, uh, as per the warnings yesterday, you know, we knew that with the, uh, that increasing sort of wind strength um, and then the downslope effect from Mount Wellington, Kanani, we'd, we'd see these little avenues and pockets and that's certainly come to fruition. So our crews were busy overnight with requests for assistance um, sort of in the greater Hobart area, um, you know, Dodgers Ferry, uh, Carlton sort of area, uh, Hewan um, in the Signet area, but uh, around Hobart, South Hobart, the elevated areas, Jubes, you know, where... Uh, we always get these impacts from more exposed areas. So um, it's not over yet. We've got Tasmanians are starting to wake up in the south. We're just looking at the incident log here. Uh, people wake up and sort of start to realise there's been some damage overnight around their homes. Um, and we urge people, if they do need SES assistance this morning, as they start to find things, um, give us a call on 132500 and we'll be there to assist. Is there anything that our listeners need to be aware of this morning? Yeah, absolutely. So, look, given the fact that we've seen some really significant gusts, it's, um, it's, uh, there is debris on the roads. Um, there are trees down. There are power outages, as you know, um, from the TAS Network's website. So it still will be gusty, and there is potential for uh, trees to come down and potential for debris to be blown across roads and things to become dislodged probably for the next hour or so in the south, probably two hours. And uh, so it is going to be still windy, but as that, um, as that system sort of moves off, um, then you know it still will be gusty, and uh, there still is a danger there for for those wind gusts to cause a little bit of grief. Um, you know, um, motorists do need to be really careful and um, just be very mindful on the roads this morning for the next couple of hours. Absolutely, Leon Alfie Smith. Thank you so much for joining us, and all the best to the state emergency service workers that are out there doing what they can to help Tasmanians. If you see anything that you need help with, you can call the state emergency service on one three two. 500, of course, if there is life-threatening emergencies, just call triple zero. Alfie, all the best for the rest of the day. Nah, thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. The resignation of Elise Archer saw a recount for the seat of Clark in the Tasmanian Parliament. The newest member for Clark after that recount is Liberal member Simon Brakas, who joins us now. First of all, Simon, thanks for joining us. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. And congratulations. How does it feel to be a member of Parliament? Still hasn't quite settled in yet, but it's 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 exciting, mate. I'm looking forward to hitting the ground running and just getting straight into the swing of things. What sort of politician do you hope to be for Tasmanians? Look, mostly I'm planning on being the same person that I've been for the last five years on council, but um, especially going into a new role like this, it's a it's a such a huge responsibility. So um, don't want to play that I'm going to come in, I'm going to do this and do this and do this. I, I mostly, especially at the beginning, sort of come in and talk to as many people around Clark as I can and just listen because. That's the only way to know what they expect from me in, in Parliament. And you have been a, a member of the council here in the Hobart City Council for a number of years now. Do you think there's still a learning curve for you, Simon, to step into that political space of, of being a member in the, uh, of the Parliament? Look, I've definitely taken a lot of learnings from council and you, it's a lot of experience that you gain from being on council, but um, uh, going into Parliament's a whole different thing. So I, I, far be it for me to think that I know... Um, even close to enough at this stage. It's just about, like I said, listening, hearing, um, learning as much as I can. I think that's the only way to do um, a, a good enough job for the for the people of Clark. And I've known you for quite some time, Simon, through various interactions since around... The, since back in the shop, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back in the Salamanca Fresh days and also when I used to host quizzes and things like that. Yeah. 
you, you're not a you're not a shrinking violet, Simon. You, you know, you stand your ground on the issues that you believe in. Is that something that you think you'll take into Parliament? Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll largely be the same person I've been for the last five years. Um, I'll, and I'll largely be um, advocating for the same core issues, I think, for Clark. Um, and what are those issues that you're passionate about? Um, I think everybody um, wants us to do wants us to work on uh, reducing congestion, um, uh, tackling the antisocial behaviour in the CBD in Glenorchy, and I think most importantly, um, getting more housing built, whether it's private sector housing, social housing. That's something that I've been um, uh, campaigning for pretty heavily on council and. Um, I think I'm just going to continue that because I think that's 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 what people need. People need to be able to afford to live in our city and afford and be able to get around our city and feel safe in our city. I think that's that's at the core what 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 people want. The Hobart City Council are now missing a member, and that will be filled, I'm sure, on a recount mm-hmm. over the next few weeks. What what are your thoughts as you depart that council, moving into Parliament, where perhaps your area of influence is greater on the seat of Clark? Look, obviously, um, area of, area, as you said, the area of influence changes, but the area, like my area of um, responsibility extends beyond Hobart now. But um, my, my soul's still with Hobart, and I still care about this city quite a lot. So um, I, I fully plan on maintaining the relationships that I've built in council. Um, that includes the people that I've you know, allied with on council, but everybody, even those that I've had disagreements with, because I think at, at the end of the day, um, you know, you have all you have whatever political disagreements you have, but I genuinely think everybody that's in that council, and same as everybody that's in the parliament, you know, you have all those, you have all the disagreements that you have, but everybody wants what's best for for the city or for the state. So um, I do absolutely intend on maintaining those relationships and you know, wherever we can, as much as possible, working to to improve. Hobart and, and also building relationships with um, with the Glenorchy Council as well. Just on that, we know that there's a development happening at the Macquarie Point and there's been some uh, 2.0 stadium designs for Regatta Point. The thing that I think disappoints a lot of people in Hobart and the seat of Clark is that the High Performance Centre, the Hobart City Council came out and said, no, not here. How do you feel about that and do you think it's too late for the Hobart <coughs> City Council to reverse their decision on having that high performance centre in the Hobart City Council area? Oh, that, that was disappointing and I, I was front row watching that um, uh, unfold on, on council and it's just such a typical thing to see um, you know, the council knock back a development before a development application's even been submitted. It was That's that's sort of the, the um, uh, I think what people are starting to expect from um, from from that council when it comes to um, major planning, I, I don't think it's a matter of necessarily if it's too late. I think I just don't think the council has necessarily the the will to reverse that decision. So, for our listeners who may not be familiar with you, maybe outside of the Hobart City Council area, who is Simon Barakas? Um, well, isn't that the question? So, <laughs> I'm, I'm born and bred um, uh, to um, immigrant Greek parents. Um, so. Um, grew up in the Greek community and grew up in working in um, family business. Obviously, down at Salamaker Fresh, um, worked there since I was quite young. So when you're when you're sort of thirteen, running around helping dad stack shelves, I don't know how much you're actually working, but <laughs> but it's definitely um, it's definitely in my DNA. I'm working in the family business um, and um, uh, being part of the the local Greek community as well. And um, I think it's fantastic. Clark's got so many different diverse. Um, ethnic communities um, and they've got so much to give and so much culture and um, it's great it's it's been great being a part of that as well well Simon yeah hard work starts now I think as you make your way into parliament all the very best for whatever's next and thanks so much for taking the time to come in and chat to us on Triple M thanks for having me on
Hawkins from Elevate Wealth for financial insights, tips and advice. Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth joins us live. Good morning, Matt Hawkins. Uh, good morning, Tubes. How are you going? It's always good to chat to you. There's no doubt we're in the midst of a volatile share market conditions right now. If anyone out there is worried about what they should be doing to mitigate their risk and their opportunities to take advantage of uncertain times, what's your advice, Hawkey? Yes, yeah, you're spot on. Uh, there's no doubt the Australian share market is going through a pretty volatile time at the moment. We're seeing 3 to 4% swings in the last month, and over six months we're seeing highs 8% rise and falls. But what's important to understand, that while share markets might be volatile, this may not correlate to everyone's superannuation or investments. Understanding how your portfolio is construction, and in essence, Tubes, what I'm talking about is growth and defensive or domestic or international exposure will directly impact how your money will be affected by this volatility. There's no doubt, Tubes, in uncertain times, understanding volatility, opportunity, risk and return objectives is so important as not all asset classes react the same in these uncertain times. Yeah, but Hawkey, I, I feel like people can get into a sense of panic here, but you're saying the best thing to do is seek advice. Yeah, look, Chiefs, for a lot of people, they just don't know. And I think, you know, information or knowledge is power. And what I want to offer people today is we've got Damien Gibson, who's one of our senior financial advisors at Elevate Wealth. And for a lot of people, portfolio construction is far beyond their understanding uh, and, and knowledge base. You really need to understand your investment time frame, what age you are, what risk tolerance. And everyone's, as you said, their choose goals are different. What Damien's able to do is able to analyse your current situation, realign your portfolio to your objectives, and help you navigate these uncertain times so that you can get back on track to making sure your money is working the right way for you. So how do people get in touch with Givo and Damien Gibson and the team at Elevate Wealth Hockey? Yeah, look, give us a buzz, 62313 Damien Gibson is absolutely our portfolio construction expert. I mean, he's up early every morning analysing the share markets, watches it, reads it, loves it, breathes it. So give us a call, 62313 Damien's waiting for your call. If you're nervous, he's here to help. Make sure you're back on track. Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth. Always a treat to talk to you. Thanks, mate. Have a great day. Your Finance Matters with Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth. Don't just raise your financial expectations, elevate them at elevatewealth.com.au. Any advice or information provided in our Your Finance Matters segment is of a general nature only and has not taken into account personal objectives, financial situation and needs. Before acting on the advice, you should consider its appropriateness to you having regard to your personal objectives, financial situation and needs. Matthew Hawkins is an authorised representative of Consultum, an Australian financial services licensee. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Pretty sad news overnight, Rhea, that Obar is closing. I the saw observatory. that. Yeah, I've never been. Never oh, been. You? Literally been to the top of the steps and then walked out Decided again. Decided to and not. I'm not not because of any reason. I've just never been. Anyway, a lot of people are pretty upset about it. I'm sure a lot of romances have started in Obar <laughs> over the years. End of an era. Do they still have the? The bunny there? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. But you can text us your memories of Obar on 04881871073 or call one triple three five three. It's time, though, to put one of our lucky listeners in the air with the last chance at getting your entries in for the Par Avion Learn to Fly experience. Are you ready to soar to new heights above Southern Tassie? Learn to fly with Par Avion and Triple M Breakfast. Explore Tasmania with Par Avion and their award-winning tours. Yes, we're asking for nominations for you or a friend or a family member. 
To learn how to fly with Par Avion, we've got two lucky listeners who will win the ultimate ex- learn to fly experience with Par Avion. Good morning to Tim in Sanford. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. How are you? Who are you nominating, Tim? Uh, my mate, Toddy Tatnell. Toddy Tatnell. What's Toddy? Why are you nominating Toddy? Uh, he bought himself a little light wing aeroplane off Gumtree for about four and a half thousand. <laughs> Doesn't it know how to fly? Looks, no, it basically looks like a go kart with um, uh, windsurfing um, <laughs> sails hanging off the side of it. So I thought it'd be a good idea to maybe try and get him some flying lessons before he tries to take off. In it. <laughs> that does it sound like a good idea. <laughs> Sounds like Todd might be one of those loose units that we all know that has a crack at anything, Tim. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Well, we'll put him in the draw. I am concerned, though, if he tries to learn how to fly in his little go-kart with a windsurfer attachment, that he might end up in a spot of trouble. Good on you, Tim. Thank you very much. We'll pop you and Todd into the draw. Good morning to Lauren in Howrah. Oh, good morning. How are you? Who are you nominating, Lauren? Um, I'd love my brother to win. Um... Um... Yeah. Tell us your brother's name. Um, his name's Matthew. And why would you like Matthew to win a learn to fly experience? Um, he's always been interested in flying, and he used to want to be a fighter pilot. But um, he used to play with a flight simulator game and build model aircraft. And he was in the Air Force cadets, and um, he just never managed to get lessons due to the expense. And um, he'd still really love to learn to fly. So. Yeah, I'd love him to win um, as a surprise. So, Brilliant. Brilliant, Lauren. You're the kind of sister I never had. Yeah, you're looking for another sibling? <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Lauren. It sounds like Matthew's an aeronautical enthusiast, so we'll pop him into the draw. Well done. And let's wind it up. Jim from Kingston. Good morning. G'day, mate. Who are you nominating for the Learn to Fly experience with Paravion? Oh, myself, of course. Okay, fair enough. Jim, why do you want to learn how to fly? Well, uh, when the hostie comes down the plane and looking all sad and everything, I want to be the guy who stands up and says, yes, I can fly the plane. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the one that says, when the air hostess says, is there anybody in the flight that's a pilot, you want to put your hands up and say, yes, after one learn to fly experience with Paravion, Jim. That's you. <laughs> I like your confidence, Jim. It's verging on arrogance, but I don't mind it, Jim. I like it. Good on you, Jim. Jim from Good Kingston you, is in the draw. You can explore Tasmania with Par Avion and their award-winning tours. We are drawing this on Friday. Your last chances to enter on triplem.com.au. All you have to do is, in 25 words or less, tell us why you want to learn how to fly. Two lucky listeners will win the lucky Learn to Fly experience with Par Avion. How good. And let me tell you, I've had the experience and I think I'm going back because it was awesome. (laughs) It's Triple M Breakfast. I went to Launceston on Friday night to watch the Hobart Hurricanes as part of my MC duties with the Canes. Looking Mm -hmm. forward to them bouncing back tonight. Details on what's happening there coming up a little bit after 8.30. But on the way home, I decided to take a scenic route. Okay. And let me tell you, it was more than scenic. Erin rang and said there's no rush to get back from the Hurricanes today because she's going to take the kids to the movies. So I thought, oh, I might take the scenic route home and go past, like, Tombs Lake, which is somewhere I've never been before. Holy shit. I'm lost. 
I've legitimately been on this road for 40 minutes, I reckon. And I've seen one car going the other way and no houses. Now I'm in a place where there is no fences. Sheep coming over. I've got nothing for you. I do have a slight problem. Um, I'm not sure how far away the nearest public toilet is. Decided to stop for a bit at Blanket Bottom. Private road, private property. Okay, I've got to an intersection. There's that way, or there's that way, and there's no sign except for that. And if you can read that, you're better than me. I'm gonna go left. Following that sign that I didn't couldn't read. Turning left was a mistake. That's a dead end. So I'm going back. I've made a mistake. The mistake wasn't going left, the mistake was taking this road. I still have no no idea where I am. But there's a house up here, so if I'm lost, I'll just go and knock on that door. Another T-junction. This time it's got a sign, so I think I'm on the right track. But again, no idea where those places are. So I'm not going left this time, I'm gonna go right. Right, so here I am. Sheep there, echidna there. Legendary creature. This the car's got fuel in it. Another intersection. And it's this one, Portella, Andover. So that's where the Mounties play. I think that goes back to the highway. That trip might be for another day. It's supposed to absolutely belt down with rain. I think I'll try and get back to the highway. Get a load of this. Just got home. An extra 30 k's added an hour and 20 to my trip. I looked at the Google Maps before I left Campbelltown and it said an extra 30 kilometres. Extra 30 kilometres. When I got into this road towards Tombs Lake, mm. I lost everything. No maps, no power. Luckily, I had no radio. No <laughs> radio. I had, luckily had a downloaded playlist on my on my phone. I was prob. I was genuinely like lost. Am I going to? Am I getting out of here? <laughs> no road signs. Nothing. There were no cars. There were sheep. There were wallabies. There was an echidna. I got lost, and I was planning on getting home to have a nap because Erin had taken the kids to the movies. Yeah. No, I turned up pretty much right at the same time as they got back from the movies, an extra hour and a half. But was it worth it, though? So you, could, you got to see some, a beautiful part of the state you'd never seen? You got to see a little echidna? No. No? No, <laughs> no it wasn't, wasn't worth it. Breakfast. Tassie Trivia is back. I was a little concerned that it was going to be cancelled yesterday, given Jason from Dromedary and Ashley from Claremont basically teamed up against Dino from Hobart. And that's and not really how we do it. That's not how we do it. And I know I know who you are, Ashley from Claremont. <laughs> we know where you live. <laughs> no, well, we don't know we where don't you actually. live. But I know who you are. And I'm pretty sure there might be some sort of Tassie trivia mafia out there. <laughs> In Claremont. That are trying to, to, trying to run the town. <laughs> and I think Ashley from Claremont is in some sort of coercion with Jason from Dromedary clearly, <laughs> they were sitting in the car yesterday it was quite funny if you missed it go back to the listener app LISTNA you can listen to it there, but it was loose behaviour from both of those gentlemen but we've got two new contestants let's do it 
That's the way you do it. It's the ultimate stage showdown. Tazzy Trivia. For creative homes, $50,000 first homes builders boost. Every single day we give away $100 cold hard cash. Thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost. On now by Creative Homes. Dino from Hobart, we had to get him back. Good morning. Morning. Did you feel a little outnumbered, Dino? Um, mate, I, I couldn't... I don't know if it was a win last night, but if it was just the fact that I, I couldn't get over what happened la- yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Devastated. Devastated. Well, we got you back, Dino, and th- I think it's only fair because it was two versus one yesterday, and we don't like being outnumbered here on Tassie Trivia, do we? No. Nah. No. All right, Dino, can you test your buzzer, please? Dino. Beautiful. You're taking on Brett from Sandy Bay. Morning, Brett. Hey, Tubes. How are you? Morning. Good, thank you. What's happening in your world today, Brett? Just dropped the dog off to the groomers, Tube. So, a uh, very hectic morning. Did you? <laughs> Getting the nails done or having the hair trimmed? Bit of everything. Bit of everything. A what, once over. What variety of dog is it, Brett? A uh, Maltese Shih Tzu. Ah, uh, those ones. Yep, we've seen those. The old Maltese <laughs> Shih Tzu. We've seen those. Well, we know what, you know, you've got to, they don't shed, do they, Brett? No, they're pretty good in that regard. They're too bright for their own good, though. They're too bright for their own good. There you go. A Learning bit like more tubes. About... Well, <laughs> I've never had a pedicure in my life. All right, Brett, can you test your buzzer, please? Brett. Beautiful. Here we go. Two questions correct. You'll win $100 cash thanks to Creative's $50,000. No, Brett, before we start, can I just interrupt you? Um, I have to apologise. I've got a couple of uh, dogs in the car and just parked on the side of the road. They might go off at um, people or bystanders going past, okay? That's... <laughs> That's fine. That's as long fine. as Ashley's not in your car, we're all good. <laughs> can the dogs answer the, answer the question, Dino? I mean, if they... Andrew, Billy, can you answer the questions? I need your help. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to be any help. Let's get it on. Let's do this. Question number one. Who is the head coach of the Tasmania Jack Jumpers? Is it A, Mark Radford, B, Scott Roth? B, Brett, Brett. 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 That's correct. Brett. Just remember to buzz in first, Brett, yeah, before sorry, yelling. Dude, no, it's okay, Brett. I, we you forgive know, you. It's nervous times when you're on live radio. Question Very number nerve. two. Question number two. If you head straight through the roundabout from Linton Avenue heading towards South Hobart and the Rivulet, what street are you in now? Is it A, Princess Street, B, Darcy Street? Dino. Dino. Yep. Princess. Incorrect. Heading straight through the roundabout from Linton Avenue into South Hobart towards the Rivulet, Brett. Is it Princess Street or Darcy Street? Uh, Darcy Street. Well, Brett, there was only one answer because Dino <laughs> answered it incorrectly. <laughs> Brett, you've won yourself $100 cash. Amazing, dude. Thank B- you. Bad luck, Dino. Thanks, guys. Good luck with the dogs. Hey, Brett. <laughs> 100 bucks cash can be yours right now if you want to walk away with $100 cash or you can come back on Friday and risk it for $200. Taking the day up at this stage, Tubes, and I suggested I'd share it with the Liberal fella tomorrow uh, for, for suggesting I ring in, so I'll take the 100 and go. Thank you, mate. Take the 100. Treat yourself, Brett. Good on you, Brett. It's as easy as that. We do it every single day. You can have your opportunity to play on Friday when we do it all again thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost. On now by Creative Homes. It's Triple M Breakfast. Text chat. Love it when you text in on 0488881073. That number again, 0488881073. This one comes from Jason in Dromedary. And I'm starting to question your integrity, Jason. 
because it says, Tubes, make sure you give a shout-out for the best-performed Tassie trivia yesterday in Tassie trivia history. Cheers, Matthew Beachy. Hang on a minute. Oh, we got Jason's on. number sending in a text from Matthew. What is going on? We Mistaken have... identity here. Oh, oh. No, no. <laughs> it's, some, it's some blokes that are trying to wind each other up because I've heard that Ashley and Jason and Matthew are in some sort of... Cahoots. Cahoots to mm. try and win Tassie Trivia. We will be watching. <laughs> We're on to we you, We know boys. who you are. <laughs> Ingrid in Battery Point has said, Tubes, I pity tourists trying to navigate in this state. Stick with the coach service to avoid the stress and fuel costs. It's definitely not a draw car for driving holidays. That is off the back of my adventure to Tombs Lake. Did I you, took, you didn't make it to Tombs Lake, did you? I didn't get there, no, no because... I, I was just trying to get back home. Uh, 30 extra kilometres took me an extra hour and a half to get home. I took a scenic, in inverted commas, route <laughs> to get home. You saw some sheeps. You saw <laughs> yeah. you saw an echidna. Yeah. I was, there, was, there, was actually, there was actually one house, and it was like a big farm, like cattle and mm-hmm. sheep farm, I'm pretty sure. A ranch. That was it. No. There weren't even there weren't even people there. Like kept, <laughs> the cows are running the place. I kept thinking, yeah, what's going on here? Uh, this one comes in from Janine. Tombs Lake. I did the same thing recently after detouring at Ross. Never saw a lake. Passed one car. Never again. Thanks, Janine. Love <laughs> your text. You can text any time. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. I will say this. As I was driving out of Ross, yeah. I feel like on the left hand side. Because I turned, instead of turning right to go back across one of the old Ross bridges to get back onto the Midland Highway, I turned, instead of turning right, I turned left to go through Tombs Lake. I'm pretty sure I saw, like, emergency bunkers. Oh, really? It, does it, if anyone knows about that, 0488 send us a text in. I, I'm confident they were, like, doomsday bunkers. Mm. Anyway, give us a text, 0488 Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And I'm sorry that I said adventurous about six times in the intro. But guess what? That proves that we're doing it live. And that we're adventurous too. And that we're real. And <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm adventurous. I'm a bit of a softie. But we'll be back Friday from 6am. We will. We're going to have a bit of a sleep in tomorrow, Tubes, for um, the public holiday for show day. It'll be free plug Friday as well. So if you've got a business, friend, family member, event that you want to give a free plug to... Give us a text, 0488881073. Or give us a call on Friday from 6am on 133353. We'll catch you then. Bye. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's